Okay, so that concludes 20 minutes of meditation. I would encourage you to keep your eyes closed and join me in the third step prayer. We're going to do the prayer very slowly, very deliberately, one breath at a time for one line of the prayer. And in between each line of the prayer, we're going to take a few breaths and just try to do what it's asking us to do or not do what it's asking us to not do. So for me, the first line of the prayer is the word God. I breathe in God. And I believe that the prayer is asking me to connect with this thing we call God. So I continue to take a few breaths and call to God or higher power, or infinite intelligence, whatever you call it. And I just continue calling to it like I would call to a friend to get their attention. And when I'm ready, I breathe out the next line of the prayer. I offer myself to thee. And I take a few breaths and I think about my commitment to that statement, to the what I'm praying. I think about how committed am I right here, right now, to offering myself, my fears, my hopes, my ambitions, my everything. And I breathe in to build with me and to do with me as thou wilt. And I take a few breaths and I try to see if I don't get a sense or a feeling or a knowing of what my higher power might want to build with me or do with me today. Breathe out, relieve me of the bondage of self. And I take a few breaths and I try to see what it might feel like or sound like or be like if I had no story, no old ideas, no opinions about anything right here, right now. And I breathe in, that I may better do thy will. And I take a few breaths and I think about how much better could I do God's will if I had that quiet mind, no self. And I breathe out, take away my difficulties. And I take a few breaths and I look over my day today so far and I try to identify what have been my difficulties. What has gotten in the way of me being the person that I think my higher power would have had me be today so far.
and I breathe in, that victories over them may bear witness to those I would help of thy power, thy love, and thy way of life. And I take a few breaths and I think about the rest of my day today. And I think about the people I might come in contact with. And I think about how I might affect those people if I truly was an example of God's power, God's love, and God's way of life. And I breathe out the last line of the prayer. May I do thy will always. And I allow myself to smile. And I picture myself doing God's will right here, right now, always. Whenever you're ready, gently open your eyes. Allow yourself to experience the seeing that happens when your eyes open. Try to be conscious of the seeing that's happening rather than what you're seeing. Try to be more conscious of seeing than what you're seeing. And the way that I do that is that I, I try not to have a story about what I'm seeing. I try not to self-talk to myself about what I'm seeing. I try to enjoy that, the practice of seeing. I share what I'm what I think I'm seeing with my higher power. I see a box. I see light and shadows. I see a cord. So I'm Randy, I'm alcoholic. I'm allergic to alcohol can never ever drink alcohol successfully again ever one day at a time today. Uh, the reason I'm allergic to alcohol is because I have a disease called alcoholism. It's a disease that centers in my mind. It's a disease that talks to me in my own voice. And it constantly is manifesting as an unsatisfiable, fault-finding, opinionated mind. And it's always in a hurry. And it's easily frustrated and it can't stand the word no. And because of that mind, that self-talking, unsatisfiable mind, that even when it gets exactly what it told me was the thing that would make me happy, even when I get that, that same mind and that same voice says, no, no, that's not it. You need that plus this. And it adds something else or it changes the target. And because it's always doing that, I'm always in some degree of restless, irritable, and discontent if I am energizing the disease, if I am in a relationship with that self-talking mind. And when I get into enough emotional pain, I will take drastic actions to quiet that mind. And the most common drastic action that an alcoholic with alcoholism takes is to drink alcohol again. With all of the knowledge that drinking alcohol is going to cause me to black out and crash cars and trash relationships and ruin my life, I'm willing to do that. I'm willing to take that risk because I have to shut up this self-talking mind. And if that doesn't work, I'll try to blow, blow that self-talking mind away with a bullet. And, and try and 
expel it that way, which I guess it works. I don't know. I've never been on the other side of that, but it seems like a pretty drastic solution to a temporary problem. Uh, so I don't know about y'all, but I feel so much more centered and so much more grounded after meditating and doing that prayer and connecting and getting reconnected and turning my attention to the breath or to the now or to this higher power. A lot of times I call my higher power now. That's it. It's just now. All of the intelligence, all of the knowledge, all of the power, all of the everything that I need to be okay right now is being offered here right now. And, you know, some of the books say that God's already given us the kingdom. It's already given us everything. And, and it hid it. It hid everything in the right now, in the right now. It's hidden right here. Everything I need, I already have to be able to enjoy this moment. The only reason I don't enjoy this moment is because of my self-talking mind, because of my selfish self-centeredness, because self isn't, self tells me that even if this is the best moment there ever was, the next one's gonna suck. <laughs> or the next one could be better if you had something else. And so it keeps me from being here. The other thing that, that the self-talking mind does is that it keeps me in regret of the past. And it tells me that I can't have a power greater than myself in my life right now until I clean up all the problems and all the things that I've caused in the past. And that's a lie. There is nothing needed to enter right now. I mean, we're already here. <laughs> All I have to do is get my attention where my body is, and I'm here, and there's nowhere to go, and there's nothing to get. It's all right here. Everything I ever wanted, peace, joy, love, it's all right here in this moment, all of it. And you can't find it anywhere else, by the way. You can't find peace later or joy later, or love later, and you can't feel the love that you felt earlier. Now, you can't. It's now's love, now. Now. All right, I'm preaching, and it's Saturday. Gotta save that for Sunday. All right, so uh, we, we took a vote, and the group has spoken, and you guys wanted to do one more day of pages. So if you weren't here last week, I apologize for you having to sit through pages that you don't know about. <clears throat> but if you uh, stay and listen, you might hear something for your life today. So um, somebody that knows where the pages are, could you put it into the chat so that people could have access to it if they've never been here before or they don't know about it? The pages are the four-step inventory pages that are... Uh, come straight out of the Big Book Awakenings book, which I would highly recommend you get and you practice it once with a new with a new person. You go through a book with them and write out what it says to do and not do in that book and you'll be amazed. It's an amazing process. However, the way that they have written out the fourth step and the way of doing the fourth step, which is directly out of the book, there's nothing added, not one thing. Um, it's... Uh, in my opinion, it's spiritual surgery, and it allows me to get right into my, uh, to see my faults, to see my delusions, to see my fears, and to help me to get ready to have God remove them. Um, so, who has a page today? And I always uh, start with, um, please, no rape, no incest, nothing crazy that couldn't be shared at a group level. And also, no resentments about anybody else that might be on this meeting. If your resentment is about somebody else at this meeting, we can talk about that somewhere else. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, nobody has any pages, so we'll just go on to the fear inventory. Is that, I mean, 
<laughs> okay. Thank you, Camille. Uh, I know. Seeing as how I really, really want to do this. <laughs> nobody wants to do this. Uh, yes. No. Okay. What do you got? Uh, this is my mother's husband. Okay. Uh, so I found when I was doing this, what was hard was to separate the resentment from my mother from my mother's husband because they seemed to always go back to her, which was so then I tried to think of a specific instance where I was only angry about him. Okay. And uh, so uh, he made me stop arguing with my mother. He told me to shut up. Mm. Uh, so I had that as um, controlling or disrespect. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I'm self-esteem. I'm the best stepdaughter he could hope for. Mm -hmm. uh, fear of being not important. Mm -hmm. um, pride. Uh, no one should try to control me or tell me what to do. Okay. Okay. Uh, ambition. Uh, I want the respect of others. I want others to keep my boundaries. And then I thought, I want others to do what I say. Is that is that an ambition or is that? Yeah, that's an ambition. Else? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. And then security. Um, I need to be able to say whatever I want to be okay. Mm -hmm. Or I need others to hear me or agree with me to be okay. Mm hmm. Um, and personal relations was more like uh, stepfathers don't interfere with family relations. Okay. I have trouble with that. <laughs> like, That's a good one. <laughs> when I say these, like, I know I believe them, but it's like, how horrible is all that? <laughs> you know? Stepfathers don't control their stepchildren. <laughs> yeah. They have no place. <laughs> <laughs> Um, sex relations, uh, a real woman can stand up for herself. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> and then, uh, there wasn't really money in this no. one, but okay. one of my greatest fears is that I'm going to have to end up looking after him. But anyway, uh, nice. <laughs> uh, that's a different resentment. Uh -huh. Um, so the realization, uh, I interfere quite a lot with his relationship with, his wife or my mother and I am rude to him and I do things that I know will upset him and put him in his place. Uh, so, uh, in the fourth column, self-seeking. Uh, so my uh, selfish actions are kind of like the realization. They seem to be the same. Like I avoid him. I argue with him. Mm -hmm. Uh, I keep on talking about things when I, he tells me he doesn't want to talk about it. I enlist others in talking about his bad behavior. So my selfish attitude. So, so hang on a second. So, yeah. Right? So the realization is, is that you're disrespectful to him yeah. and others. Right. And then the yeah. selfish, then the selfish actions are all the things that you do. What you actually okay. do. The realization is just, is just, wow, look, I do the same thing. Oh, so that's all. Uh, yeah, you've probably cut him off. You've probably shut him up. You've probably... And then and so then it's all the actions go under the self-seeking. Okay. And then the selfish attitude is... I can do whatever I want, and he must do what I want. Or everyone else has to do what I say, or uh, I'm the only one who gets to do what I want. Um, it's it's kind of very like simple. No one disrespects me and gets away with it. Wouldn't you say that? Or stepfather, yeah. you know? But but really, it's deeper than stepfathers. I would imagine it applies to anyone who told you to shut up. Even if you were overstepping your bounds of yeah. speaking out. <laughs> uh, okay. So the dis I was in the delusion 
uh, that my relationship with my mother is less important to her than his relationship. Um, or that there should be more and less in that relationship at all. Uh, so that's a that's kind of a story about them, and this is your dis, this is your delusion. So uh, if you look at all of the behavior that you did in the self seeking, I think that's where you'll find your delusion. So what did you do in the self seeking? Uh, I argue with them. With, I continue to argue with him to prove a point. Mm-hmm. Uh, I enlist others in talking about his bad behavior. I avoid him. I shut him out. Um, I talk to my mother behind his back about what he's been doing. Mm-hmm. So, so one of the delusions is very, this is a very common delusion. If I punish him, he will respect me. Uh, If I punish others, they will respect me. And then it sounds like you have the other one in there. That is, if I abandon others, they will respect me. Or they, I will... uh, Or if I withhold. If I can make others feel bad, I'll feel good about myself. (laughs) Oh, I see. Okay. Right? So it's my delusion. It's the lie that I tell myself that I believe is true. If I can, if I can turn, if I can, sorry, what was the other? So if I punish others, if I withhold, they will respect me. Yeah. If I abandon, if I abandon them, they'll respect, I'll I'll feel good about myself. Oh, I'll feel good. Okay. All right. So those are some delusions. Those are some great delusions. Yeah, it's the feel good about myself part I was missing. Okay. So part of the the interesting, the fear that I found was one of my biggest character defects was that I, I want to be right. And so I realized that the fear of this is that he might actually be right, right, which would make me wrong which would make me worthless and defective and unlovable. Yes. Um, that is the fear, that I am a loser and they're going to find out that I'm, yeah. that I'm wrong or worthless or a loser, yeah. whatever, however you want to say that, whatever works best for you. Yeah, but I mean, it's not helpful to just say, oh, I, oh it's because I'm a loser. I have to figure out how I get to that. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, it's not just... If I just write the same thing every time, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. Like, why do I think? How did I get that far? I guess that's what the fears thing is. So I was hoping we could look at more of that. So yeah, um, so because I'm afraid of being abandoned. So if I do it, it's I have trouble working backwards with the fears driving the delusion okay. that result in the attitude behind it. All right, so what, tell, tell us your fear again, what you wrote. So, well, that he might be right, therefore I'd be wrong, then I'm um, defective and I'm unlovable. Okay, so the fear so, is that you're defective and you're unlovable. Okay? Yeah. So with that fear, that drives the delusion that if you could punish him enough, he would respect you. Do you see how that fear would drive that delusion that if you could punish him enough that he might respect you so that that fear is what's driving that delusion? The fear that you're worthless is driving the delusion that if you are abandoned, you'll be if you abandon others, you'll be happy with yourself. Okay, I can see that easier. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. So that, and then that, that delusion that if you abandon others, you'll be okay, you'll feel okay, drives the selfish attitude that nobody disrespects me and gets away with it. Mm-hmm. And that, that delusion, that, that, selfish attitude that no one disrespects me and gets away with it drives the 
selfish behavior. And that's the beauty of doing this. Now, now I can never be the same again because I know that my delusion to punish you to, so I could feel okay or to punish you to get you to respect me, that delusion is what's driving my whole, my whole desire to get back at you. And when you're disrespectful to your stepfather, when you're in your selfish, self-seeking behavior, you're not doing it to him. You're doing it because you have the fear that you're a loser. So you're, you're punishing him so that you can feel better about yourself. You're not punishing him to punish him. You're punishing him so you could feel better about yourself because you have this delusion that if I punish him, I'll feel better about myself. Or if I abandon him, I'll be, I'll feel better about myself. So I'm not doing, I'm not abandoning him because of him. I'm abandoning him because I have the delusion that if I do that, I'll feel better. Does that make sense? Yes, that's helpful when you put it all together like that because because the realization is is that i have been disrespectful to others but i'm not disrespectful to them to be disrespectful to them i'm disrespectful to them because i'm driven by a hundred forms of fears self-delusion self-pity and selfishness and so is everybody else Nobody is deliberately hurting me because that's, they woke up in the morning and thought, I'm going to go hurt Randy. They're, they're hurting me because they think they have the delusion that if they hurt me, they'll feel better. If they steal from me, they'll feel better about themselves. And that's, that's so, so all of a sudden... All of a sudden, they're just people, and they're doing the best they can, just like I am. We're all doing the best we can today, right now, with what we have to work with, and that's the crazy thing. That's what comes out of this, all of this four-step work, is that I finally see that I'm sick like they are. And then I can forgive myself and I can forgive others. But if I don't do this work, there's no, how could I forgive you? For what? You were terrible to me. I don't forgive the behavior. That behavior, that thing that happened will always have a sting to it. But the person, I don't hate the person anymore. I might not like them as a person, but I don't hate them. And I can have a little tolerance and a little compassion. So who's next? Yes, Kathy, thank you for, thank you for stepping oh, up. Hi, and Randy. Hi, everyone. Um, <clears throat> the question that I have... Thank you for doing this too. Is um, you know on the fourth column, yep. the self-seeking, selfish, dishonest, and afraid. Yes. Are that is that um, char our character defects that um, the realization is about to be able to see our part in it? That because when she was sharing about it, I identified with being vindictive. You know, like if you hurt me, then I'm going to hurt you. Right. And if you disrespect me, I'm going to disrespect you. Right. You know? um, but it, it almost seems like a tit for tat. So I was wondering, that could be considered maybe... Um, the, the, that's the selfish. attitude. The attitude is driven by the, dis, the delusion. I think the thing, I think what the character defects are is the delusions. It's the lies that I tell myself that I believe are true. That if I punish you enough, you'll respect me. That's what, okay. if, if I, 
if I don't get the best deal in every business situation, then I'm less of a man. That delusion is the defect that is hardwired in me from I don't know where I got that. But it's hardwired in me and it's the thing that I have to take to my higher power to have uh, to be willing to let that go. That makes sense yeah. because it's like you're, you're, you keep, you know, reinforcing that the delusion is a story that I tell myself over and over again. That yes. person did it to me yes. personally or yes. that person meant to call me out or something like that, you know, yes. and it's a story. It's my story. So I think I understand. Thank you so much. Yeah. And, and they aren't even calling me out. It's, I have the delusion that they're, I, I think that everybody is like me and that, that if I did that, that would be me calling them out. Yeah. Okay. That was a great question. Uh, who's next? Yes, Chris. Um, I feel a little bit bad, but nobody's raising their hand, and I okay. do have a um, a resentment that uh, I deal with. Uh, takes up a lot of space in my head, and I'm really frustrated with that. Fantastic. Um, uh, so it's about an employee at work. Okay. Um, I love my job, but she makes it difficult for me. So that's the story. Okay. So the cause is she's not motivated to do her job. She blanks wait, the dog. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, we're gonna start. Well, let's start back at the beginning. You resent. Okay. Uh, blank. You don't have to say her name, but you resent no. some. No. Uh, yeah. You resent this person, and then I want to hear your list of all the reasons why. All of the facts, just the facts. You told us a story about that she doesn't take her job seriously, but I just want to let you know you made that story up. That's a story you made up about okay. her. Okay. So okay. she might be doing the best that she can. And her best is not your best. So she doesn't take it seriously enough. But I I don't know. I've never met her. But it's still a story. So what are the, okay. th what are the things that she's done at work that has bothered you? She... Um, goes around talking to people all the time and not doing her job. Okay. And how does that affect you? It makes me um, look bad. What? Does she work others. Does she work for you? Yeah, she's, uh, she, I'm her supervisor. Oh, so she disrespects you. She, that's disrespecting. She disrespects me. That's disrespecting. Yeah, it's all about, yeah. It's, it's all, all about, about disrespect. disrespect. Okay, so then, so the right way to do this is to write out all of the things that she does that you resent her for, the facts, the exact facts. She, she walks around when she's supposed to be, she's talking to others when she's supposed to be working. Uh, any, every fact that she does that bothers you. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay, that sounds good. Okay, um, so now you trying to keep it simple, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. But the simple um, is oh. the the simple thing that we think is simple is to make up a story about who this person is, and that's yeah. not that's not that's not even you're not a, I, I would say from my experience, every time I've made up a story about somebody else, I've been almost completely wrong. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> All right, thank you. Uh, so for self-esteem, um, I'm a great supervisor. Yep. I'm great at what I do. Okay, I'm the uh, best. But my fear is um, that I'm not good enough. Right, perfect. Uh, pride, uh, okay, so that I might need some help with this. She should sure. do her job like everyone else does. Others should see me as an authority figure. I would say that's what your pride is in that situation, just based on the way you've described it. Does that okay. does that ring true for you? The role you've assigned others. I mean, I I am an authority figure to them, but I try not to be that 
I try not to portray that. I try to be um, a team member with them. But you want that. Well, I, yeah. The role you've assigned her is she better do, uh, others should do what I say. Others, others should see me as a force to be reckoned with. I mean, others should, right? I mean, you might not want that because you want to be friends with your employees, but <clears throat> it's hard to be friends and be a boss sometimes. Yeah. <clears throat> And you made um, you made this about so, work, not about friendship. Right. So, Randy, the other yeah. thing that I also wrote down for this is I shouldn't have to always be supervising what she is doing. Is Why not? Is not all? your job? You're her supervisor. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> okay. So, so my fear is disrespect. That's again. that's going to go under ambition. Or security. That's ambition? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Your ambition is you want others to do their work without yeah. uh, without you having to help them or something like that. Your ambition yeah. is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So my ambition was I want her to do her job. I want her to do her job or what you say. Or what I say. And again, the fear is disrespect. Sure. Same. Not mattering. Pardon me. Being disrespected, or or the fear of not mattering, or the fear of of uh, okay, yeah. Looking, the fear of looking stupid. Ah, uh, yeah, that's a good one. Sorry, I got I got that one too. <laughs> um, <laughs> security. Um, I need, um, so I've got, I need her to be, to take responsibility, but I think it's going to change. I need to be taken seriously. Oh, that's a good one. I need to be taken seriously to be okay. I need others to do their job for me to be okay. Yeah. Well, it's more like you need others to do what you tell them for you to be okay. You need to be taken seriously to be okay. I like that. That's a good one. Okay. Um, personal personal relations. Um, workers should do their job exceptionally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Co- uh, uh, subordinates shouldn't make me look bad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean that's ah, just okay. it's just an idea. I I've done this a lot of times so so this is my idea but your idea is yeah. more important. It's just a just a quick get to it. But does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. No that that makes total sense. Um sex relations um I should be respected. I should be respected. A real, a real woman is respected. A real woman, woman wants to be respected. Yeah, a real woman is respected by others. But yes, I respect. would say I usually use the word cherished. Yes. Yeah. I think it's I a little. I think it's just yeah. a little tweak on respected, and yeah. you want to be made to look like the queen. You want to be treated like the queen. You want to be cherished. Yeah. You want everyone, I mean, you kind of said it, you don't want to be their boss, you want to be their co-worker, like, you want to be liked by them like a friend, not like a boss. You sort of said that earlier. Right, yeah. Um, I guess it's, um, yeah, I'll have to mold that over, uh, because I understand what you're saying about supervisor isn't everybody's friend i get that yeah um i I find that um maybe that's um part of it is that i do a lot of um not consulting but um checking in with staff and maybe i think of that as friendship when really it's me as a supervisor checking in with them to make sure everything's okay right right for them right okay Okay. um so the realization yep um, for me, my realization is um, I am worn down from always having to troubleshoot this situation and, and to follow up on this situation. 
I, I like that. That's a good story, but that's not the realization. The realization is how have I done the thing in column two to the person in column one and others? So the realization is I have been disrespectful to my bosses or this person and others. Is it possible that you have taken advantage of a job from time to time that you've walked around and when you were sure to have been working or did you ever like, like deliberately disrespect somebody that asked you to do something because you didn't think you should be doing that? I don't think so. Okay. I pretty much you do think, what I'm told. You, <laughs> so, okay. Well, I this mean, is, so this is where the rubber meets the road at the realization. This, to blame others is as far as most of us ever got. And we stay sore. So I have to see how I am sick like they are. Do you, have you ever not listened to your husband or your partner or your, oh, uh, sure. you know, not done? Are there any other situations where you didn't do what you, what you thought was expected of you? Well, I'm sure we, uh, I, I'm sure, um, yes, I'm sure that I have. Yeah, sure. like, so if I like called all your bosses, some of them might say, yeah. Some of the time she was doing what she wanted to do. Um, sorry, no. <laughs> okay. All right. How about, yeah. how about in your head at the, at your desk? How about just sitting in your head, self-talking to yourself oh. about, oh, I can't believe that stupid yeah. boss asked me to do this stupid project. Um, yeah, I, I have felt that about, um, other people within the organization, yes. That they're asking you to do things that you shouldn't necessarily be needing to do or? Um, I was... think it's more that they're making decisions about um, other areas that I don't agree with. Okay. All right. All right. And so, and so yeah. So that, that makes a little sense. Like, right, she might not agree with what you're at, you know, that she has to stay at her table all the time and do her work all the time, that maybe it's okay for her to get up and walk around and talk. Maybe she thinks I'm just making, I'm making up stories now because that's what we do. But maybe she thinks that she's a better worker if she takes a break every now and then and goes and talks to other people. Maybe she thinks she's more productive if she does that. That could be her story. I'm just making it up. But, and then, so I have to do the searching inside of myself and see, do, have I, do I do these things anywhere in my life? Because, because the fact that you resent her for doing it, I usually resent people for getting away with something that I would like to do. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah. Okay. Thank you. Um, I will look at that more closely. Yeah, so without yeah. without a good realization, it's going to be challenging to look at the self-seeking, but we can. Okay. Let's take a look. Uh, self-seeking. Um, my self selfish actions. Um, I can't always be 100% honest with her. Okay, so you... Uh, could that be... I don't... I, I, I don't trust her. Okay, but by not trusting her, you don't tell her the truth about things. Um, true. I mean, it sounded like you said that in a nice, a kinder way. I'm sometimes not completely honest with her, which the, the other way of saying yeah. that is I lie to her. Yes. Um, well, I, I don't want to hurt her feelings. You walk on eggshells around her? Yes, absolutely, 100%. Uh, you, what else do you do? Do you talk about her to other people? Yeah, um, 
I've got that under the selfish. I don't know. No, that goes under self. That's an action. That's an action. So gossiping is an action. Talk self talking about people behind their backs is an action that goes in the in the self seeking. What are the all of the activities? Do you complain about her to your bosses? Yep. Okay. Yesterday. Fantastic. So, uh, do you give her uh, extra work? Do you give her the bad jobs? Do you anything else you do to her? No. Okay. No, I don't. I don't give her the bad jobs. They all pretty much do the same kind of work. Um, okay. Do you overlook I, her for promotions and things? I yeah. have not. Okay. But she has definitely been overlooked for um, when she's applied for positions before, and okay. that's one of I think that's one of the reasons she's not motivated. Okay. Okay. Um, so, I feel badly for her. Okay. All right. So what are your, um, okay. So tell, just go back over your selfish actions for a minute. What, what do you okay. have written down now? Um, I give up. I don't want to deal with her. Like I don't give up, but so, I, that's what I feel like. every. So every what day. is that action that you do? You just shut, you shut down, you abandon her, you, you cut her off. I mean, what does that mean? What is the action? Um, Yes, I will be quite um, um, uh, maybe abrupt sometimes with her when she uh, comes to me. Okay, you're Um, short with her. You're impatient with her. I'm impatient. I am impatient with her. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. Dishonest. well, wait. What is the self-seeking? What is the self? What is the self-seeking? I think we didn't we do. No, this I mean, I'm self-seeking. sorry. The selfish. What is the selfish attitude that you tell yourself while you're doing those things to her? <clears throat> um, the selfish attitude, I guess, is that I don't want to deal with her. Mm, so. By not wanting to, so you talk about her behind her back, you're impatient yeah. with her, and you're, uh, I don't remember what the other things were, but I would say your oh, your attitude yeah. is, nobody makes me look bad and gets away with it. Yeah, I did write that down when you were talking to someone earlier, no one disrespects me and gets away with it. Exactly. Yeah. Or I no did. one makes me look did bad at work down. and gets away with it, or anywhere, yeah. Um, yeah. And so the delusion is? Um, so I had a hard time with this. So um, my delusion is um, I can't win. She'll turn it around on me. So is one of the things that she does besides going around and talking to other people does she talk about you behind your back is that what is that one of the, your is that how she disrespects you also uh, I'm I don't believe she does so she's how does very, she um, she she's very respectful in that way she doesn't talk of, um, it's one of the things that I give her a lot of credit for is she never ever talks about people so how does she win how does she win? What read what you said again? Um, I can't win. She'll turn it around on me. So what is she turning around on you and how come you can't win? What is that? I don't understand that. Oh, uh, I, I, I can't I feel like I can't win because um, this has been an ongoing thing for a very long time and the behavior never changes and okay. I've actually been told by my manager that over the years other managers have tried and they've all given up. So they don't. So it makes it uh, difficult. So I, I feel like um, that I, it, it, no matter what I do, it never changes. Like the, the work doesn't get done.
Okay. So the delusion that you have is what, with the selfish attitude that no one disrespects you and gets away with it. And by doing that, you talk about them behind their backs and you, uh, you are short with them. I mean, that's kind of what I've gleaned from that of, of what you've said. So, yes. Yep. So it kind of sounds a little bit more like, you know, if I punish them enough, they'll respect me. Others will respect me. I mean, uh, mm -hmm. it's kind of coming back to that same thing, but with, with disrespecting, that's usually what it is. That's, it's if I will punish them enough, then they'll, then they'll respect me. If I punish right. others, then I'll feel good about myself or they'll respect me. Okay. Okay. Cause the yeah. idea that you can't win, that's your, your fear is that you're a loser and that you, yeah. I mean, if we're going to go with the standard fear is that I am a loser and nothing ever works out for me. That's that, that's the story you just told about your delusion, but that's your fear. The fear is that I'm that I'm a loser and nothing ever works out for me. And there's no use trying because yeah. nothing ever works out. Yeah. Fantastic. Thank okay. you. Thank you. Thanks. Did that is that helpful? Yeah. I think. Uh, um, I think you still you know, need. Yeah. I think you still need to think about the realization a little bit more and how right. how yeah. you are like that person. How you do things like that person for yourself. Right. How I do things like somewhere that. Somewhere else yeah. in your life. Or with them. Thank you. Okay, you're welcome. Okay, Rick. Twenty six it's twelve twenty six, so we'll do as much as we can. You're muted. Can you unmute? There you go. There can you, you are. Hear me? Yep. Okay. Because I've been filling these out, I just have a couple of quick questions. Did you get to the part on the second sheet about harm? No, we save that oh, for okay. the we save that for the eighth step. But it's there and it's written down and it's ready to go. And you already know what the resentment is. You already know what your bad behavior was in the self seeking. So it's just kind of, I think it's mostly a placeholder. You can write down the harms you think you did them. Did uh, them? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Any harms I've caused, because the A step says made a list of people I have harmed. Not, okay. not that, not made, I don't ever get to make a list of people that harmed me and what they need to do to make it right. I've already done that. It's in my filing cabinet. And is it harm just to them or anybody? And, you know, in this types of situations. The harms I've caused them and others. Okay. And then that fear, I did the fear thing, but you haven't gone over that, that fear call. It says, you know, most of this is run by, you know, it says we see fear bracketed. Yeah, yeah, did we didn't, we haven't led, we haven't, we're going to do that next week. Okay. We're going to do well, the fearless my, next week. So. Right. That was really my questions. Yeah, we'll do the fears next week. We'll take a look okay. at how the, how we're driven by a hundred forms of fears and how it drives us. And that'll be really fun. Okay. Uh, yes, Phyllis. I'll just start it, Benny, because Alaska can't read my writing, but I'm going to start it. Okay. Uh, it's my friend. It's my friend Bobby who took me off the will and hasn't put me back. Okay. Okay. Um. So this, this, so the self-esteem is I am the best friend she could ever have. Yes. And the fear is that I am replaceable and not good enough. Beautiful. Okay. The pride, how others should see or feel about me. No one should ever refuse to talk me about money, important issues. Okay. My fear is that I am replaceable, afraid to express my fear and disappointment. I will be abandoned if I speak up. Okay. Okay. Ambition. What did I want to happen in that situation? I wanted to be reinstated in the will. Um, I want, and, and I wanted her to respect my wishes. Right. Um, and I guess the fear is, I, I, I think I will not have enough money to take care of myself. 
Okay. Um, and our relationship will dissolve because I am unable to be on, honestly communicate. That may be under realization, right? Honestly, no. to honestly communicate my feelings. No, is the, that under realization? No. no the, so what is the? Which one did you do? Ambition. What's the ambition? Uh, I wanted to be reinstated in the will. Yeah, what I wanted to happen here. I wanted her to put me back in the will. Yeah, yeah, I asked her. Well, okay, and I, then I the fear is the of the fear is really of being abandoned, basically, right? right. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Okay, security. Um, I need people to be honest for me to feel secure. Okay. I need to be. Yeah. Okay. Um, and the fear is, uh, no, my attitude is that my, my, this might be a realization. I will let go of the relationship because I am unable to express myself and accept the situation as it is. You resent her for taking you out of the will. Totally. Okay. So why? Why do you keep going back to this thing about not being able to talk to her? Because that's an ongoing issue for 45 years. So, so in, the, in respect to everything. So this is not an unusual situation, really. So she's, you, so her taking you out of the will is disrespecting you? Abandoning me, disrespecting Abandoning. Pick yeah. one. Pick one. Yeah. Abandon or Abandoned. disrespect? Yeah, you right. can't do two. Okay, okay, you can't do okay. two resentments on one page. Okay, it will okay. not work. Okay, abandoning. Okay, so okay. you're the best friend she could ever hope for. Right. And not good. Okay. Not good enough. I'm not good. Pride. We did pride. Yeah, no. but now you're doing okay. it to a. You were doing it for disrespecting. Now you're doing it for abandonment. Yeah, but and what's I am replaceable. How I think how I think others see me or feel about me, the role I've assigned to others. Others should see me as worthy of being with. That's right. That's right. Others should see me as important. Others should see me as meaningful. Yeah. One of the any yeah. of that, right? It yes. just works so much easier if you pinpoint the actual resentment. So now the ambition yeah, is what did you want what do you want to happen there? You want to be included in everything. Absolutely. I feel left out and abandoned. Okay, exactly. So your ambition yeah. is to feel Absolutely. included. And I want honesty when I'm not always honest. Oh shoot. It's twelve thirty two. I have to aban I have to abandon you. <laughs> I have to abandon you. I'm so sorry. I'm no, so sorry. No, it doesn't work. I, I can't forgive you yet. <laughs> you can't be abandoned. All right, if you keep talking, I'm cutting you out of my will that I never put you in. Goodbye. We'll do this another time, you and me. I, I hope this was helpful. I appreciate you all so much. Everyone who brought something to the table today and everyone who stayed and listened. Um, I know that I learned more about myself today through listening to your resentments and going through these pages and they just get more razor sharp every time I go yeah. through it and you just have to do it. The hard work is on the back of the page. The fun side is the front side. Who I hate and why I hate them and, why, and how they should have been and what I wanted. That's my side. The backside is, oh, oh, how have I been like that? I did the same thing. I took people off my will over e and over again. Exactly. Over and over again. Over. You have no idea. I mean, yeah. And that's also controlling. If you're using your will to control people, you'll be I my friend or you're out. About, I think the whole thing is about illusion of power and control. Of course. I mean, when I really look at it. Okay. All right. Thank you, everybody. I appreciate you so much. And uh, next week, we're going to start on the fear inventory. So you've got your 100 forms of fears. If you did five pages, you probably have at least 20 fears that you've written down 
on the five pages. If you haven't done the five pages, well, welcome to the fourth step because nobody ever does it. And uh, the more you do, the more you will get out of this. I promise you, this is a practice for being able to take inventory in your own life going forward from this point forward. So do five pages by next week if you haven't done them yet. Five resentments. Just try and be wrong. It's okay. Do them completely wrong, but do them and have the experience of, of doing it wrong and then being able to, to do it right. All right, I stop. Okay, thank you. We'll take a moment of silence and then we'll do the Srani prayer. Make it so you can unmute yourselves. And if you'd like to unmute yourself, you can. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. I didn't allow you to unmute yourself. All right, we'll start now. God, <laughs> grant me the serenity. <laughs> To accept the things I cannot change. I cannot change. The courage to change the things I can. And the wisdom to make a difference. Namaste, everyone. Namaste. Thanks, Randy. Thank you all. I appreciate it. Thank you, Randy. Thank you. Great to see you all. Randy, I'm abandoning you first. Okay.